Welcome to the Step Back Jays podcast. Jared here. Joel Jorgensen here as well. <laughs> you need your last name in there. Yeah. I always introduce myself like that. Mm-hmm. You don't? Uh, no, because I feel like the Jorgensen name is too long. And and Jared, for some reason when I say Jared Jorgensen, the way I say it, people think I'm like George or Jerry, and they don't really hear me. So when I'm in like in a line in like a Starbucks or any type of fast food place and they ask for a name, I give them Jay. Hmm. I give them Joe every once in a while. Do people just, mix, mix your name up like that? Or they like look at me and I just go like, Joe. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. Because it's just like an uncommon name, so they like give you a second look and then I just be like, Joe. It's easier that way. Now, um, do you oblige by our brother Isaac's theory that your name is only used with um, high school, um, homeschoolers, black people, or no, uh, Jewish people? I'll just stop you there. No. No, his name's different from mine, as uh, most people have different names from their their siblings. But um, no. How many Joels have you met? A couple. Um, probably like eight. It's not like the most common name, but I don't know. There's no trends with any one of them. No, not at all. A lot of different people, different types of people. I haven't met a black person who's named Joel, though. Hmm. So, yeah. That works. So, um, when we get started in this podcast, we're going to have uh, Luca Marr, an um, up-and-coming indie... Um, electric. Yeah, electronic, uh, new wave, new wave, new age music uh, band. Uh, come on, they're just starting on the scene. Uh, Spotify recognized one of their songs. They're starting to play in the Seattle scene right now. A couple um, scene uh, scene yeah S C E N E yeah. yeah yeah that scene. I know you. Uh, have <laughs> so in Seattle that they are having announcing. Uh, what's it called? So they have gigs right. Um, so we'll be interviewing them later. Ah, but first, want to get through our segments and. Uh, uh, First one on the list is uh, guess why a topic is trending on Twitter. Oh, uh, so do you want to go? Get your phones out. Fred, do you want to go first, Joel? Phones out. Phones out. Hit on the Twitter app. Well, I'm not gonna look first. You can follow me at Coach George. <laughs> follow me. <laughs> Coach spelled C O A C H. Yeah, I think George spelled J O R G S. One okay. one name. All right, good for you. Yeah, man. All right. How do we get to uh, lists? What the heck? How do we get to trending again? Hit the search bar, the search button. Search button. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. All right. Um, so you have to guess? Yeah, I guess why a topic is trending on Twitter. Oh, we already did that one, so I can't do that. Hashtag. But that's wild. That Real Housewives of Atlanta is always number one whenever we do Because this. it's Sunday nights. It's nuts. <laughs> it's number one, though. Yeah, it's always number one. It's crazy. Any Real Housewives is going to be number one. All right. Um, hmm. Okay. Mike Scott. Why is he trending? Because uh, he hit a big three in the Wizards game versus the uh, Raptors. Why? Um. He he dropped a guy 
like ankles. Oh. Like crossed up a guy, but hit a shot. So, but pretty close. Yeah. And then some people are tweeting Michael Scott from The Office. Because they, they know Mike it's Scott. trending, so they go Mike Scott. But yeah, so pretty close. Good job. I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm 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 pretty good at these. Well, all right, your turn. I hope you don't look at some of these. We're having too much dead air. You have to talk. Um, I'm sorry. Looking. Why is uh, Zadarov trending? I saw that, but I didn't click on it. He's definitely <laughs> like definitely some. Uh, DJ who's like paying tribute to Avicii or something. Hmm. Okay. Alright, Or guess. or or he's like a goalie for one of the hockey teams that are playing right now. Uh, okay. Okay. Those are my so two which, which which no no you gotta have to I'm going with goalie. Okay. So he's a hockey guy. Yep, okay. But he's not a goalie and he's a defenseman and the reason he's trending is because it's between him taking a dirty hit or not. People uh, on hockey are uh, deciding if it's a clean hit or dirty hit. You be the ref. Uh, looks like he plays for play the one? Avalanche. That was against the Predators. Colorado Avalanche? Mm-hmm. Are they still Colorado? Yes. You never know with NHL teams because they just move. No, they're, they're still the Colorado Avalanche. Cool. Yeah. So we're both, we were both pretty close. You were close. I was more close. You were closer than I, I was closer. Correct, correct. Um, but still, we both had the same. Sports, right? All right. Now, did Avicii, uh, talking about Avicii, did Avicii's mm. death, did that impact you at all this week? Impact, no. But I was like, damn. <laughs> I bought one of his albums. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I loved Avicii. Um, when did you stop loving him? Uh, more recently. I think going into my senior year of college. So when I was that? When, when I was talking? 2015? 2016? 2015. Summer of 2015, I'd listen to his album, and I'd go on runs all the time. So, I liked his music. Mm-hmm. But, impacted, no. It didn't, like, change anything I did, or how I lived, or how I drove, or anything like that. Yeah, um, you didn't listen to an Avicii song? No, no. I wasn't like, I need to listen to Avicii because he died, like <laughs> some people. But, um, no, I mean, obviously, sad, but... Did they, they say did, what he died? They, no, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to ask. I saw the crazy picture of him. He looks frail. It looks like yeah, he's I wanna, always looked like that. I want to guess AIDS. How bad that picture looked. Hmm. I mean, the guy I was with and I told him he was like, he was like, "What was it? An overdose?" And he's like, "Kind of sad that I guess that, but." I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you're a successful person, of course. You know that culture is, you know, taking drugs and listening to crazy music. So, I mean, you don't want to assume, but. Uh, I I that is my assumption. Yeah, it's it's a natural assumption. Kind of nuts. So, did it affect you at all? No, I uh, hearing about it just I realize he's my age, so that's also strange. So when someone dies your age, you know, you know, I think it's weird. Um, but uh, no, I remember I went studied abroad in Panama in 2012. Um, and Avicii was every song he put out was like number one hit so that's like every anything in the clubs in Panama that were playing was all Avicii so that's why Tiesto used to be popular too right Tiesto was like Mm -hmm. one of the first DJs to get popular I remember him and then like Avicii was just better Mm -hmm. so it it just brought me back to those times and gotcha the fun I had doing that stuff um 
What else uh, new this week? Um, uh, Coach Jorgs is ending up spring ball next week. Mm-hmm. Shout out Johns Hopkins. Um, yeah. Any uh, coaching tips you gave out this week that your kids really took for? Do you have to yell at anybody today? Um, no, I didn't yell at anyone today. On Thursday I did. but um, All right, spill, spill. We were doing a tackling drill, and we don't have any pads right now, so... It's you know it's hard to do tackling drills without pads, but the kid grabbed the bag and didn't bring it to the ground, and it was expected of him. So I he was, got la- on was him. being lazy. I think so. So I just short burst of energy and loudness. Mm-hmm. So kind of ramped up the the drill a little bit too, which is great. There you go. Um, but coaching tips was our eye discipline in the secondary for sure. Um, when we would do one-on-ones, one-on-ones, uh, playing man-to-man, and then we'd actually play a version of cover one, um, which is man with one guy who's the free safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and our eye discipline, especially for the strong safeties, they wouldn't, they kept looking back at the quarterback, and their guy would get a step on him because of it. So we've been harping on that, and they've gotten a little bit better. So we're definitely pleased. <laughs> so with, people with out there who really care about Hopkins' eye discipline, <laughs> you said you really asked for love, a coaching tech. <laughs> love this the time. Um, so we're watching uh, the NBA playoffs right now. Cavaliers mm-hmm. versus Pacers. And uh, uh, question for you, Joel. Um, how would you guard LeBron? What would be? I wouldn't. You can't. Your coaching. I wouldn't. Do you, so you just let him score sixty, and you try to break down everybody else. How would you try to stop it? I don't know enough to like say like, oh, this is how you stop LeBron. Like, <laughs> well, that's the reason we're doing I'm not, this. I'm not we're just, that, just putting out our own opinions. I'm not that confident in myself where I'd be like, oh, this is all you have to do. Like, I don't think you can't stop him. So, I would, you know, like everyone make. So him, you give up. All I know is when he's driving, it is impossible to stop him. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why he doesn't. Like put his head down every single play. Yeah, and he he'll do that like no three series in a row, and you're just like, stop. holy cow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just try to force him to shoot, and he's still a decent shooter, so you don't stop him. That's the answer. <laughs> Great. You force him to pass. You show to him early. That's what I would say. Show two guys to him, and then there you go. Get yeah. the ball out of his All hands. Right. Good. You came out with some analysis there. All right. Um, does that count as a current sports? Like, oh, we got the draft coming up this week. Um, what's your prediction for number one overall? I I keep going. Like, today I was thinking about it because I was listening to people talk. And I think you have to go Saquon Barkley, number one. I think he's the best player in the draft. And I think he's a he, he can't miss. Quarterback you can miss. And then if you're the Browns, you have the number four pick. You'll see what quarterbacks you have then. So you're thinking as the Browns, if you were a Browns GM, that's how you're thinking about it. Yeah, like so. And, and I think do you also think Saquon Barkley is going to be the best, like you just said, best player in the draft. Yes, he's going to be the best I think he's going to. He's a Pro Bowler, All Pro type of back. I mean, he's a Todd Gurley, Adrian Peterson type of back. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, even if say your quarterback didn't pan out, and like. Say they don't take Sam Darnold, and Sam Darnold turns out to be un- unbelievable. I think Saquon Barkley's still going to be unbelievable. That they're going to be like, well, we wouldn't have had Saquon Barkley. All right. And then with that fourth pick, choose your quarterback. And also, 
They have Tyrod Taylor, who I think is a decent quarterback. <laughs> I forgot they got him. <laughs> That's what. I forgot about that. But you look at that roster; it's not a bad roster. Are the Browns. It's not a bad roster. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you think Tyrod Taylor is a good quarterback, then I don't think that. he's good, but I don't think he's bad. I think he's 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 livable. You'll live with him being a quarterback. Okay. So what is Brown's success? Is that eight and eight this year? Is that is that a successful season? Yeah, for them. Because that's I, I what Tyrod Taylor quarterback is. He's eight and eight quarterback. That, I think that's very successful. When you go, they didn't win a game, did they? No. Uh, no. No, they didn't. Yeah, eight and eight would be a huge success. <laughs> Anytime you can improve your wins by All right. eight. All right. Pretty good. All right, so uh, we're going to call uh, Luke Amar, and uh, we're going to get down to that. All right. We'll Should we tell them who Luke Amar is, though? They don't yeah, we'll, we'll introduce that. We'll introduce that. Well, to the people before we even call the listeners. Right. Okay, so uh, we're back with uh, Luca Mar on the line. That is the duo of Brock Jorgensen and Christian Jorgensen. Um, uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, is there anything else uh, to your titles that you want to uh, let uh, the public know? I guess uh, Christian's lead vocals and I'm lead guitar, backup vocals. This and that. Okay, so this and that, does that make you the producer? Do you direct Christian? And like, No, you don't come in there. <laughs> this is yeah. my time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we, uh, no, we, we both produce. Um, oh, yeah, the, like the, the music, the recorded music, yeah, we both produce. Okay, yeah. okay. So uh, editing, mm-hmm. uh, sound mixing, producing the music. Um, who has last call on that? It's honestly, it's honestly just like uh, it's we gotta talk through everything. Um, sometimes it's uh, a bit of a long process coming to a final decision, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is pretty much uh, split right down the middle, fifty-fifty. Wow. Um, yeah, it's pretty even. Yeah, it's pretty even. Oh, very cool. Did, did you have to like? Uh, does that come naturally to you guys, or do you guys have to like sacrifice no, a little bit? No, there's a lot of quarreling and. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to figure out, you know, what's the best option, what's the best uh, final product. So it's mm-hmm. definitely a process, but it's one that I think we, we both think it's worth it. You know? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, we notice when the best idea yeah. comes through. So I mean, we you know debate it for a while, and then eventually we both <laughs> realize which was better. Oh, cool. Okay. Nice. So um, we, we have some questions for you, uh, some silly ones, um, some, some, right. some good yeah, ones. Go We're going to tell each other they're good ones or whatnot. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, Joel, why don't you start with one for you? Um, what's up, guys? So this, let's just start off with the name. Where does Luca Mar come from? Where, where does that originate? Oh, uh, Luca Mar. Um, yeah, so this one, uh, we, like to, we like to trick people into thinking it's super uh, – super deep and meaningful, which I mean, it's kind of evolved to be something more than it originally was, but we, uh, so we were going to Washington State at the time, we, we could, we kind of had the idea that we wanted to, um, we had a project at the time called Peterson K, and um, that was just based off of a place in the Bahamas that we had been to, um, but we were, we were in this like dark, um, dingy basement uh, that Brock stayed in, and um, and we were coming up with these band names because we didn't like one we had. We kind of just wanted a fresh start. And, and uh, so we both took the internet and we're like uh, Googling, you know, terms and, and different words in different languages and what they mean. And so we came up with lists and um, lists of band names. And Brock came up with Luke Omar. And, uh, 
and um, and that was literally just the one that sucked the least. So we just went with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were there were there any other names that were? Yeah. Do you guys remember any other ones? Um, there was like like Pacific Caves was one, but we thought that people would think we're a bunch of stoners. Oh, so, you know. oh yeah. you're not. So we, <laughs> you're we, in we Seattle and you do in Mexico? There's there's a lot of really bad stuff. I don't remember them, but trying not to remember. Luke Omar was one that sucked the least, but um, and now it's kind of evolved to mean, I mean, Luca meaning light, and then right, yeah, Luca means like it's Italian, and I think it means light, something light, and then Mar means ocean, and it also means like like sin or blemish or something like that. You know, so it's kind of the, the concept of like presenting the light but it's not like this perfect um self-righteous you know um, we did figure that out after <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah, that's what great you make it mean? <laughs> all right all right you you evolve after figuring it out yeah yeah <laughs> oh cool all right um all right so next question are there any methods when you're writing your music or lyrics or like you know routines you guys go to you know like you know, a lot of writers that they have to do a certain amount of things before they do something. You guys have something like that? Yeah. So what we do is we uh, we come up with a demo, and uh, for this last album exit, um, I would say we came up with overall somewhere from like forty to fifty demos. Um, and, and the demos are just like uh, a just section of a song that we think sounds cool uh, that we just made up. And uh, what we'll do to start the writing process is um, I'll actually get on the microphone and we'll hook it up to a PA system. We have all our effects units. And, and we'll just experiment. And sometimes it takes days. Um, sometimes it takes a few hours, you know, to get a start. Um, mm-hmm. But then I'll, I'll just start kind of rattling off um, just like random syllables. And, and it's not even a word, it's noises. Um, <laughs> and then we kind of, I'll start to fit. Um, you know, I'll get a little concept in my head and I'll start to fit um, ideas and, and words. Um, kind of mold a, you know, maybe like a verse or something. Yeah. Uh, and then I think it's the same process with Brock. It's, it's a lot of just experimentation um, and just kind of trying to wait out the bad ideas to find the good ideas. Oh, yeah, it's just, just kind of trial and error and kind of just like 50 bad ideas, one good idea. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like, you know, when, when we reach a certain point um, in order to start writing, I don't think we have too much of that. Um, we kind of just tend to dive right in and just kind of let the song take us where it goes um we don't have anything like pre-structured or or um yeah no, i guess we don't have any routines that we normally do besides just listen to the song and get keep trying to get into it yeah some days we do some days we don't i guess the only routine would just be like hunkering down and just going down to the studio and uh just staying there until we get the good ideas <laughs> Yeah, so um, how many songs did you have to cut out in order to get to this album, Exit? Um, songs we cut out, the, the demos we, we cut out a lot. We had about probably, I'm guessing, obviously not, you know, probably not exactly on, but about 50 demos. Um, and those could range from, like, a, just a verse or a verse with a chorus, um, or just instrumental, uh, just a little bit. Yeah. We cut out about, um, probably about 50, or we cut out, you know, 15 minus 12. Um, demos, but as far as full songs, we, we only had maybe three to five songs that we actually kind of almost finished um, that we were you know, throwing on the album that we um, decided not to in the end yeah. um, for you know for whatever reason. 
Okay. Um, what 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 song was the like the the deepest, most emotional to get through on the album Exit, and what was the most fun you had, um, and, and like you still have the most fun doing? Oh boy, yeah. Um, let's see. Most emotional, I think maybe uh, Ethan's song. Ethan's song is pretty, yeah, it's pretty emotional. Worked out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would say, I would say maybe Ethan's song, because um, it comes from uh, when we were young. Um, we had a rock played baseball as a kid, and he had a little brother who we were kind of close with. They're, they're family friends. We lived uh, nearby, and we'd hang out. And his little brother. Uh, name was Ethan and he you know hence the, the term Ethan song um but he uh he was playing uh or no he was yeah, he was playing at his dad's work his dad brought him to work and I think his dad worked construction um and somehow he he like lost the ball that he was playing with in a pond and he went looking for it and he actually ended up drowning um mm. and he died and so that one um that one you know kind of comes from a deep place of, of yeah. um, that whole you know, story and, and trying to, you know, it was, it was difficult. That song took a long time to, to come around. Um, oh yeah, I went for like five versions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, because so it, yeah, that, that was definitely deep. Um, I would also throw in doubt there. Um, doubt was kind of a song. Um, just kind of wrestling with uh, with a spiritual, mental turmoil. Um, and just kind of, it's really, you know, as far as you know, the lyrics in the, the beginning of the song, I don't know how familiar you are with the song, but uh, in the beginning of the song, it's kind of more, you know, straight up, you know, the lyrics are kind of just saying what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it kind of gets into this, it starts to build, and then the, the, the music starts to kind of speak um, instead, of, instead of the lyrics. Um, and so that one, yeah, that one's more personal, and that was honestly, like, I can't even tell you what it's specifically about. Right. Um, but and you also you leave it open ended almost, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's I think that's a, a key to good songwriting um, is you know leaving it open to interpretation. I think people who are too obvious with their songs kind of you know they they cut it off right there and, and don't leave it you mm-hmm. know open to interpretation. Well, yeah, if you pin it down too much, then yeah, people can't listen to it and apply it to them. You know, mm-hmm. their experiences. Yeah, and then uh, most fun. Oh boy. That, it, it, it might, this, might, this might differ for both of us. Um, okay, all right, all right. So, so stop right there. We'll, we'll play a game with you guys. Okay. All right, <laughs> so Brock and Christian. And we're going to ask, what's your most favorite song? We're going to say one, two, three. And you both have to answer the same exact time. We'll see if it's the, the okay. same as one. All right, ready? Okay. All right, so what is your favorite song? One, two, three. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, so we're going for more of like a what, what's more fun to play. I don't know. But to be clear, Christian's was Buffalo Child. Brock's was Buffalo Child. Yeah. I'm sorry. So one was Buffalo Child, one was what? Drunk in Public. I'm sorry. We thought we heard the same I exact I heard one. The same song yeah. Too. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, so you differ. Okay. All right. Good. Gotcha, we got gotcha, a difference. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So state state each other's case for us. We'll be the judge. <laughs> No, state your own case. Yeah, state your own case for why it's, oh, why God, it's your favorite question. Like, bad question. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, let's see, Buffalo Child, I just, I love this song. It took, it took so long to come around. Um, it wasn't the longest, but I feel like that one sucked the longest. 
yeah, it was in a really rough stage for such a long time. But we knew with the instrumental that we had, we had something with it. Um, it had this really organic, original, and rustic, uh, rustic feel to it. Um, and I don't know, I just, I just loved it. Um, it kind of, it was a song where when I went in to, to write the demo, I had no idea what I was going to do, and I just started recording. And, um, and oftentimes when we when we record a demo, what we'll do to finalize it is we'll re-record the parts that we originally recorded. Yeah. Uh, with a better recording, you know, whether it's timing or just like tone of um, the guitar or the vocal take. Um, but when I went in to make the demo, the instrumental, it uh, like all the recordings that we use in the song are the original song recordings. Um, and so it was really just a moment that I couldn't reproduce. Um, and it was, I, I just felt like it was a special moment. That song, I don't know, yeah, I guess because it sucked the longest. Um, yeah, we need to just to get to the final. Yeah, it took a ton of effort to get to where where it's at now. Okay. get tired of playing Esperanza or being like people put that as the spotlight song for you all or are you guys yeah. okay with that I mean I, I, I don't I, I'm not tired of it yet I mean I don't really like, listen I wouldn't say tired of it but it's definitely a song that you know people um, people will listen to and that's like the song they kind of they listen to and I feel like there's obviously as the, you know the artist I feel like there's so much more that the album has to offer yeah um When you guys recorded that, did you know that one was gonna be, you know, one of your hits, or, or is that, you know, you guys, you I guys mean, don't know. When we first made the demo, maybe not, but then when it started kind of coming a little bit together, and we got a little bit of feedback from family friends, and I think you realize that it might be the most likable. Yeah, I think it's the most approachable um, from a, a listener standpoint. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's definitely not our most experimental song, so I think that gives us a little bit more like yeah okay this might be a little bit easier to swallow for some people mm -hmm. it's a little gotcha. bit more approachable and kind of more structured as a regular song and it's about the only lighthearted. uh yeah it's one of the songs <laughs> on the album <laughs> yeah <good>. yeah you, <laughs> got, you guys do, do like to talk about some deep stuff <laughs> um oh so uh, how was the gig uh, your, your your latest gig uh, Saturday night right actually Just 
getting kind of the kinks out, figuring stuff out, and learning how to deal with sound guys and the venue and everything. Yeah, how, how long have your sets been? Well, that side cut out a little bit. How long have the sets been? Uh, we did, we've done about 45 minutes sets. Yeah. Um, okay, we're great. Playing, our, our next eight songs, not eight songs, our next show is Think of the Mile, May 5th. Oh, there you and go. And that one, we're, we're going to have about an hour set. So we oh, sweet. We're going to two songs to that one. Yeah. Now, um, have you guys been asked to feature on anything? Like anyone else, any other type of groups or bands um, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, wait, are you, are you saying would we ask someone or are you saying No, have you, been? yeah, have you guys been approached by anybody? Oh, no, no. When we started out, before we even made um, the album, we uh, we were asked to, to feature on No um, Back versus Artist. I think he's from Tennessee. Um, he's an artist who we know up here in the Northwest because there's a, there's a band in Bellingham they're called Odessa who made a remix of one of his songs and it got really popular so a lot of people um, you know know him now because mm-hmm. of the remix that the other band did um, and so he, he approached us about uh, remixing one of his songs um, and so we did that and that was kind of the first thing we did it was, I mean it's kind of features but like, yeah, we featured on it was a remix album yeah it was like an album like, it was featured like like a rapper would feature on, like, on, on a rap album yeah no Okay, so out of uh, popular music, uh, who is uh, your favorite? Uh, I don't know person out there right now. In, in pop, pop music. For, for pop music. Uh, okay, I love, I love Kendrick Lamar. I, I think he's awesome. Uh, I mean, everybody's hot on him right now, but uh, well, I personally love Kanye West. I like his production. I think he's sometimes an idiot, what he says, but I think his production and musical talent is really, really cool. So, I mean, out of popular music, I think those two. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely on the same, I'm on the same page with that, with Kendrick. I respect Kanye um, a whole lot, but I also think he can be an idiot, so, you know. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Hey, when you guys are you know doing your concerts, obviously because it's the whole electronic sound, do you have some stuff recorded already, or are you guys doing it on the spot? I know you guys have a lot of guitar stuff, so obviously that's yeah, you know, live. Yeah, yeah so um, we actually have, um, so we're a bunch of nerds, and we have <laughs> this thing, it's, it's a little rack, um, and we like posted a picture of it on Instagram and whatnot. And we call it R4. Um, it's kind of like, you know, like R2 from Star Wars. Hmm. Uh, but like, I think Nerd! Yeah, yeah. So we call it R4. It's a little, like a little robot. Um, and we have the laptop that we put in there. And it's behind, uh, you know, it's behind everything so that the crowd can't see it. Yeah. Um, and it says Luke Omar on it. And, uh, and what it does is it plays our, uh, it plays our drums, our bass, and some of the synth, like their synth strings. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just kind of like the noises. But, yeah. And what we do is we actually we play that, um, and then what we'll do is I play acoustic guitar. It's mostly just strumming, just rhythm on top of that. Um, and then Brock plays all the lead guitar riffs live. And yeah. then all the guitar parts we play live, but then all the percussion and bass and just kind of like background noises. We just we don't have that track yet. If people doing that right now, so yeah. In the future we want live drums, but right now we're just doing this. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, th- those are the uh, questions I have. Um, Do you have any more? Just let you know. Let 
the people know what uh, upcoming venues you guys are at and, and anything like that, f- feel free to share what, what you guys are doing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We've uh, we've actually got some exciting shows coming up. We uh, so on May fifth, we're playing the Anchor Pub in uh, Everett, Washington. That one's you know Cinco de Mayo. That one should be a, a fun night. Uh, a lot of people out there. Um, and then we're playing the Bellingham Arts and Music Festival up here in Bellingham. Week after that, and it's a um, it's from noon on Saturday, May twelfth, to uh, noon on Sunday, May thirteenth. Um, and it's a you know, twenty-four hour um, just constant music festival. And we have the 12:45 a.m. slot, um, so we'll be we'll be up pretty late, and, uh, and we'll get we'll get a full five minutes set there, and that's gonna be really fun. Yeah, that'll um, be really fun. And that's kind of yeah, fifty bands or something like that. So, yeah, right. so it's a it's a pretty good deal um, up here. So we're really excited for that one. And then after that, we have um, the Roxy, which is like a club slash bar up in uh, Vancouver, uh, BC. So um, that one we're really excited about. That one, that one might be the biggest one that we have scheduled so far. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, and then way off in June, June 28th, we have Substance in Seattle, which is, again, that's more of a music venue than it is a bar. Um, you know, I describe it as the places we've played so far, they're bars with a music venue. These ones are music venues with a bar. So mm-hmm. Nice. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Do you have anything else? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I came across one more. Um, out of your family members, who is your biggest fan and who is your least fan? <laughs> biggest, okay. biggest fan, I would say. Is this, is this immediate family or is the whole? Oh, out of, out of your direct family, you, 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 your direct your, family. your brother, your brother. I mean, your sisters and your. Yeah, yeah. I would say that um, maybe hope. Hope our I think she's our big, uh, biggest fan. Okay. Coughing out. out. Smart answer. <laughs> Smart <laughs> answer. Well, if you guys ever get on the uh, the the the, uh, the circuit and you get down to Baltimore, DC, Philly, we'll, we'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Christian, one more question for you. In the yeah. picture on Spotify, so you go on Spotify, Luke Amar, and there's a picture, and I'm pretty confident it's you, and your your T-shirt. There's holes in it. There's it's all dirty and muddy. Yeah, yeah. like Brock beat the hell out of you. It, did you like roll around in that, or were, were you guys like scuffing it up before you took the picture? <laughs> we, okay, yeah. So what we did was we. Uh, I took a quick shot after it. <laughs> so yeah, what we did was we. Uh, Yeah, we did do some photos. Uh, just they were just 
promotional photos, nothing for the album. I don't think they actually. Yeah, I don't think any of them made it. But uh, yeah, we had Brock actually slap me across the face with some sand in his hand and stuff. Okay. <laughs> so it got, it got pretty weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my, uh, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, I don't know why I went with it. <laughs> All right. That's funny. That's awesome. Well, thanks, yeah. guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks and, for having uh, yeah, we'll, thank uh, uh, Everybody go download their album, Luke Amar, Brock and Christian. Thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll uh, catch up with you guys later. All right. All right. Bye. All right, fellas. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, cut him off there. My bad. All right. Uh, so that's Luke Amar. We'll take a quick break, and we'll get back to our last part of our segments. All right, uh, we're back uh, with Setback Jays, and uh, to, to finish out uh, our first uh, episode, uh, we have a little thing we like to do uh, with history, and uh, today we were not prepared on <laughs> the first episode. So we're telling you all to uh, look up Teacher's uh, Purgatory podcast, a, um, what, what are we, is it a sister podcast, well, or a, uh, how, how should we phrase how, what's the relationship to us? Uh, competitor, number one. That's right. Everyone's your competitor. I'm sorry. Our rival but podcast. But the biggest competitor is yourself. <laughs> Our rival podcast, Teacher's Purgatory, uh, that delves rival into podcast. history uh, each week. Uh, so check out that. And teacher life. Yeah, and whatever. Whatever. If you care about Bachelor, go listen to that crap. Um, whoa, whoa. No, bachelor's. You called it crap. You just called it, is, it, it this is whole podcast utter, crap. No, if you care about bachelor crap, you like, said go no. listen to that crap. Yeah, we talked about bachelor stuff. <laughs> All right, um, so uh, we like to get into uh, Rose and Thorn uh, mm-hmm. each week. Um, so uh, uh, Joel, why don't you start us off with your with your Rose and Thorn? Ooh, okay. Um, my Rose and Thorn. I always start off Thorn. I'm trying to think of something bad, which is a good thing, right? You can't think of anything that was terrible yeah. with you. It's great. Great thing. Yep. Um, I don't know. For Thorn, to be honest, I had a good week. Um, okay. Little, no. I mean, yeah. I don't really have a Thorn for this week, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, actually, well, it's not really my Thorn, but it's my girlfriend's Thorn. Her windshield cracked, and then her car got ran into. So mm-hmm. I feel bad for her, sort of. Um, sort of good. Well, no, Not I don't really feel bad for her, but it's like, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's her car. It's, you know, not directly impacting my life as much as you know maybe <laughs> it could be or should be. Um, so that's a thorn. And then Rose, um, girlfriend got a new job, so really happy for her. Um, that's awesome. And then I went to the Naval Academy on Wednesday. And I watched football practice there and sat in their football offices, walked around everywhere. And it's a cool experience. It's just so different from, you know, FBS level to Division Three. It's just so oh, much different. Um, just everything about it. And, you know, it's just exciting to be around, you know, anyone from the Navy, you know, especially when you're on base and, you know, you're walking around. The whole place is just so amazing. So learn some cool. stuff and, you know, got – re-energized about football and, and everything so that was a rose for sure very cool very cool um so uh, my thorn uh for, for this past week is i'm trying to uh get in better shape which means 
uh, watching what I eat. Mm. So that's been What's really your sucky. What's your workout? Go through it all. <sighs> no. Week by I'm just, day. Uh, by day. What no, are, this week this, I've only worked out probably three times this week. What are you benching right now? I'm not benching you, at on, all. You have to say what you bench. I have no what idea what I bench. Right I haven't now? benched in two years. Okay, what do you think you could bench right now? I have no idea. I'm gonna, uh-huh. I hope, Answer I, hope I hope I could bench 135. I don't even Stop. know. Stop. You can I don't bench even way know. more than that. I have no idea. Could you get 225? No, hell no. I, I got 225 once in my life. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was never strong enough to remember that. Mm-mm. Ask me how many times I got it. No, <laughs> I'm not asking you. Why not? <laughs> Are we talking about? It? <laughs> Anyways, you should. It's been really sucky because I haven't been able to. Uh, my wife made me this awesome uh, cookies and brownies, huh. and I couldn't enjoy it the way I wanted to. Um, eat all, eat everything I wanted to. For every lunch, my lunch this whole week has just been an apple and banana, which drives me crazy because I love my fast food. If you, you just worked out harder, you could eat whatever you wanted. Well, I'm not at that stage yet. I need to get back to that stage where I could do that. <laughs> well, if you eat, then you have more energy to work out. If I had the coach's life, I could do this. No, that's just an excuse. <laughs> no, of like, course it's an excuse. Like, oh, it's a legit excuse. I work excuse. harder than you, so that's why I don't have enough time to work out. Uh, not you, work harder. My work make, doesn't allow me to, for that you the, make time. ability to do you that. You make time. <laughs> okay, you make time if you had a wife and a, and a house to run. And a house to run. run. Yeah. Oh boy! What chores do you do? What chores do I? I take out the garbage. <laughs> I clean the dishes every once in a while. The place I live at sounds I'll like pick, the chores of I'll a. I'll pick up uh, some stuff. It sounds like the chores of a ten-year-old. I sometimes go pick up the laundry downstairs and bring it upstairs. <laughs> or I like I'm the runner at the house that I live in. Yeah. Well, my wife does all the heavy lifting as well, but it's still stuff. I'm you just I'm making excuses house. for myself. Yeah, I know. I'm calling you out too. Uh, and I'm trying. That's my thorn. I'm trying to get better at this. I'm stuck stuck to something for a week, which is big for me. Hopefully, I can keep up with that next week. Uh, but my uh, uh, rose, uh, the uh, ability to play golf. Um, today, I had another great ability to play golf, and I had a lot of fun. I hit the longest drive I've ever hit in my life. Ask okay, ask me how far I hit in my drive today. How far did you hit your drive? 336 yards. Did you measure it? Yeah, we, we counted it off because it was right up on the green. And uh, so, yeah, it felt really good to hit the ball that far. That was your rose? Yeah, just pl- playing so golf. Physical so accomplishments are now your rose? That's not physical, it's golf, it's sports. I guess those will be my roses now, just bragging about physical <laughs> no, accomplishments. No, that's really my rose. That's what uh, I enjoy my rose, playing. My rose was benching 225 <laughs> I enjoy times, 12 times on Tuesday. I enjoy playing golf, and that is my rose, that I have the ability to do that. I'm very blessed to do that. Did you hear me? That's my rose. 12 times. Uh, no one heard you. That's combine level stuff. <laughs> what, are you getting drafted now? No, I wish. Yeah, no, we're not. Okay, well, uh, that, that concludes our podcast from the Step Back Jays. Hope you all enjoyed us. Uh, subscribe, rate, tell us, get it on iTunes tell us that we're zero rating, give us any type of reviews, whatever you want to say. Say mean Appreciate stuff. Appreciate it. Yeah, say mean. Say mean stuff in the comments. Right, yeah. Oh, see, we, how, see how creative I, you guys I, are. I take a picture every time we do this. I haven't taken a picture yet. Um, oh, also, if you want me to do... Any history there, facts on picture. Wikipedia, just write them in, and I'll do them. Like the fans submitting 
submitting what they want to learn about from Coach Shores. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you all, and uh, everyone have a good week.